Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Watch Podcast. I'm your host, James, with my co-host, Carolyn. Hello. And today we are talking about Beast, the uh, obviously the Idris Elba Lion movie. Uh, <laughs> no, the Jesse Buckley. I was Buckley. like, oh, no, did I watch the wrong one? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, I couldn't find this one for a bit. I was just like, no, I want to see this yeah. Idris, Elba, Idris Elba movie, but not right now. Uh, the Jesse Buckley, uh, Johnny Flynn movie yeah if you imdb beast a lot of stuff comes up that is not this yes and what is the beauty and the beast the sea beast lots of beasts the sea beast the sea beast um that's that's our next pick the synopsis is a troubled woman living in an isolated community finds herself pulled between the control of her oppressive family and the allure of a secretive outsider suspected of a series of brutal murders um Mm -hmm. and it's uh yeah it's directed by michael pierce starring jesse buckley um Geraldine James, who is the lead boy? Why is he Johnny so Flynn. far down on the list? Johnny from, Flynn. <laughs> from Lovesick, formerly known as Scrotal Recall. Scrotal Recall, yeah. Yes, which is a great show. If you have not watched it, I would recommend it. He plays a very different character. 100%. Um, and um, when I first saw this movie, so I saw this movie um, when it came out. It premiered at TIFF. And um, so I saw it, I guess, in 2017. And I had either seen Scrotal Recall right before or right after. And I remember whichever one I saw him second in, I was sitting there being like, who is this guy? And why do I recognize him? But he's, it's uncomfortable that I recognize him. He's a very recognizable face. But he doesn't in the sense that these roles are so different that I genuinely was like, what, who is this guy? And why do I feel weird about him already? Um, Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to actually place him. Yes. So... You had seen this movie before when it came out. Yeah. And that was the yeah. only time you'd seen it. Yes. So I haven't seen it in years and years and years. Yeah. And I had never seen it before, but I knew it was, knew like it was about um, someone suspected of being a serial killer of crimes and stuff. Right. Yeah. And how the, there might've been like an attraction there from the lead, from Jesse Buckley. That's kind of what mm-hmm. I knew going in is that I was like there and this movie is not what I expected at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have like a big, there's a thing that I just can't like get over. And I know the ending is very much like a reveal of like everything previous to it. It like it changes how you think about it. It's kind of, it's going to be hard for me to talk about this movie without spoilers. So if you haven't seen Beast. Then get out of here. <laughs> and you care about spoilers, then get out of here. If you don't, then there. But the end of the movie reveals that um maul is the beast yeah right like she is she's not the one who killed the girls but she is also someone who is violent yeah it's it's kind of like everyone's a a beast in this movie like everyone's sitting there trying to judge him the whole movie on if he did it or if he didn't do it and she also seems uncomfortable with the idea that he may have done it yeah but uh yes what did you think of the ending did you like it I liked well. I I I knew that was coming, right? Because yeah. it was like her increasingly negative mental state was like I was like, yeah, like either I was like, this movie's either going to be like a like it's going to be a criticism of what like what being someone like what this person's family and their friends have done to them has mm-hmm. like led them to this point of they just need to be free and they've had like no like experiences and like they feel so isolated that it's going to cause them to lash out in some way mm-hmm. or i was like she is also some form of like 
abuser or killer as well and they have found mm-hmm. each other and it will be something like that i did not see her killing him uh coming right there yeah. i was like oh that's a choice and then i was like oh and it made me like rethink the movie in a way but i don't know if it entirely connected for me because for his character which you're supposed to believe like he might be guilty of these mm-hmm. crimes yeah you go kind of back and forth the whole time go back back and forth but he is always until a point nice to her and you could see mm-hmm. why she is like attracted to him because he is mm-hmm. like so different from what her sheltered life is though he looks uh, like he smells to be honest he does but she even says she likes that so yeah. he's just so different but i just couldn't get past it was like why did they feel the need like they gave him a rap sheet but why did they feel the need to make him somebody who was an abuser is what I just couldn't when he went to jail when he was 18 because he was in, apparently, according to him, a consensual relationship with a 14-year-old. Yeah. Which I was just like, I was like, why did they make that choice? Because that is so weird that it just well, makes me feel like there's... I think I think partly... It's so that it showed that he was also maybe misunderstood, but also maybe not. Like, that's what is so frustrating about this movie, but I also really enjoy about it, is that nothing is black and white. Like, she is trying to figure out if he's a killer, and you can't tell if she wants him to be a killer or doesn't. That's the thing that is really weird. until the end of the movie. (laughs) Exactly. And, but also, even the end of the movie, I, I did like that the choice to kill him because it seems like she's like, well, he's so bad, so I have to kill him. But it's like, that also makes her just as bad, in a sense. But yeah, with the rap sheet and things, I mean, it was Ooh, probably a way not, to just move the plot forward. But also... That's not how I took the ending at all. No? I think she killed him because he didn't do it. Because he didn't kill the girls? He didn't kill the girls. Well, maybe. I don't think he did it, is how where I ended up with his response. Made me feel like it was a he didn't do it. When she's like, tell me, tell me, tell me, right? She's like, I don't care. And then he... um. He like looks around, right? And he closes his eyes and he stares at her and he's and he says like they don't matter to me anymore, which felt more of me him being like the people that were saying that don't matter to me anymore. Mm, see, I did interpret it that he killed them because the line is um it's over, they were nothing to me. Um Yes. And I imagine that as like he I mean, yeah, he's someone who had a, you know, relationship with a younger girl when he was younger and then abused her. It it feels like he has this like abusive sexual relationship with people. But he, like, found the one, you know? Like, and, and that's the thing with a lot of, like, serial killers is they have, like, a type. Um, because it's not just – they're not just killing people for fun. It is also a sexual thing a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Whether or they derive like, pleasure in some way. Exactly. Yeah. It's, like, it's whether they're, like, abusing them sexually or not. It's not relevant. It's – um yeah, but it is some sort of – it needs to be a certain type, right? And so, yes. to me, that was him saying – like, kind of saying, yes, he did it, but also that they – but that it didn't matter because, like, he found he found the girl that that he didn't have to kill. <laughs> like, He's like, I you know, don't want to kill you. Exactly, exactly. It's like they they don't matter because you know she's different, I guess, in a sense. Uh, because she well, gets she, him because yeah. they're the same. They are the know? same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I cert I I I don't know. I felt the opposite way with that when he said that. Right. I was just mm-hmm. like, that wasn't a yes. That was a way to answer the question without answering the question is what it mm-hmm. felt like to me. Uh, well, he even says they're the same when he's like thrown out of the car or whatever. And he's like, don't kill me. Basically, he's saying like, we're the same. Yeah, you know? I felt that was just I, in that moment for me, it was him trying to to save himself. 
yeah of being like because mm. at that moment i was like i i thought that keep was not guilty of killing the girls and uh, and then mm. i was just like oh he is trying to like be like hey i i'm i'm gonna say that i did because i don't want to fucking die right now yeah um because it was uh that but like i could be wrong that's just how i interpreted it and like i certainly mm-hmm. could be wrong on that but that's how i felt about it but i interrupted your previous point so oh i don't remember what it was i did find that because i interpreted it as he did kill the girls i remember being disappointed and i was like oh so the whole time you're like, it seems like he did. It seems like he did. Oh, yeah, by the way, he did. And I was like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's where I was like when I was like, oh, he didn't. And now she – but she wants him to be that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. And maybe it's because I was like, that's so much more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she goes and sees Cliff and he's like, oh, you think he did it, right? Mm-hmm. And then he beca- he turns into an asshole. Kind of – I don't know. that I, His character is weird to me as well. Um, which I think is what you said, like the whole movie is like shades of gray. It's like the yeah. only person who I know explicitly what to feel about is the mother. Uh, well, because you don't know anyone's actual motivations. No. Like, because if if the girl didn't want him to like, like it, it's it's all about what does she want? Like if she thinks that Pascal killed the girls and she likes that, why would she tell the cop? Unless she also likes the idea that he could get in trouble and things like that. You know, there's a lot of layers mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But that's what I liked because you genuinely can't trust anyone's motivations at any point. And it made this whole movie like deeply uncomfortable because you could never really like settle into any particular feeling about anyone or anything. Like every time you thought something, your mind would change like 30 seconds later. Yeah. And it's a hard line to to run with that. Mm -hmm. Like it can just turn into confusing. But it was always – and like she is an unreliable narrator because she she loses time. So it's Mm -hmm. like you don't know – there's moments where you're like, is this dreaming or is this not? Like, what is mm-hmm. real and what is what is fake? And, like, she's having some pretty aggressive uh, dreams mm-hmm. and that are quite violent. And it goes through the process and stuff. And you, like, never really know where she is. Like, as she devolves or, like, as she gets worse mentally, the movie definitely gets more, hec- like, hectic as well. And you're mm-hmm. like, this is... A lot is going on, which I really like. I think is really good, and they they did a really good job making it. And they're very hesitant to say lucky, but they did a great job in casting Jesse Buckley for this role because I don't know how many you need this performer. The person who's the lead has to be good in this movie, and she's incredibly strong. Like what yeah. I liked at the beginning is that I could not figure out how old she was supposed to be because mm-hmm. she has one of those faces partly, but also she's an adult, but is kind of infantilized in a way um like like, yeah because her parents are very abusive so you can tell that she's trapped in like this inner child at some points and they don't treat her like an adult and so she sometimes doesn't act like an adult um even though she very clearly is so yeah so i find it i find it very fascinating and yes you're right it relies on such a strong person and this whole story is any of the people's motivations, it all boils down to like obsession and desire basically because it's like Mm -hmm. everyone is hurting this girl and she doesn't even know him and she's like, no, he was with me all night, whatever. And it's not because she has a crush. It's like some weird, she's drawn to this guy and his potential danger but is also seemingly terrified of that same guy and same danger but can't stay away. And like the cop is obsessed. The Pascal is obsessed. Like everyone is just – they they all have some sort of infatuation with danger and 
the people that might cause it. Everyone always has like another, you're always unaware of like what everyone's motives are, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like specifically with the cop, it's like, well, he has like a crush on her or like wants to be with her and you're not really sure if his like, I mean, it is explicitly that in moments, like he's trying to be like, hey, this person's that, but he's also trying to protect her. Um mm-hmm. And same with Pascal's motivations. You're like, he is always an enigma, which is what he's supposed yeah. to be. Like he is there, but, and everyone else as well. And it's, it, some of it worked for me. Some of it didn't, or in moments it worked in moments it didn't. Um, I like this movie quite a lot. I think cause I love Jesse Buckley and she's incredible in this movie as she is in everything she does. Yeah. Uh, and Johnny Flynn is is really good as well. Uh, although I would, would say he is not as good as her and in certain scenes, she is way better than him. And I'm like, oh, that's because Jesse Buckley is like maybe one of the best living actors in the world. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, that's the thing. She has so many incredible layers in this movie too. And she has a lot to do. Um, whereas him, I think, I feel like the direction he got was probably just like be mysterious, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, be a little broody. Yeah. But like the scenes where he like, like the scenes that make you think of like, oh, could he actually be a killer? Because he's like so nice and like he's like very gentle with her. Yeah. Uh, and everything is like when, but when he is violent, it is like quite a, a change and he becomes like a different person. Yeah. I thought he was really good in it too. Cause like even when he arrives and he's like holding that gun and just like, like when, um, when he like s- saves her from that guy, mm-hmm. um, he's the kind of person that like if you saw him in person and he emerged the same way he did, you're like, this man is evil. Like there's something wrong in my gut that says, no, get away from this guy. And he like he somehow had that vibe when he arrived. And it's not just because he looked kind of freaky because he was holding a gun, but it was one of those like, sorry, who are you? Why are you here? Why are you armed? What is – what? like something about his presence was just very uncomfortable. And that's where I think that like I am very impressed with him as well. He didn't have a lot to do in a lot of the scenes, but – there were certain moments where I'm like, I literally couldn't recognize him as the guy from Lovesick because he no. plays such a different character. And in Lovesick, I was like, oh, this guy is such a loser. Like he's, he's such, such a, dweeb a dweeb and not a ladies man at all. And like zero confidence um, and like really whiny. Like he was a big wiener in that show. And that is the complete opposite of this character um, that it was like surprising. No, yeah. I think he's good too in it. Like as like that last scene in the restaurant when she's pressuring him, he's great. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's that. This is like actually like the character. Like, this is the character. It's like we're finally getting to see. Like, there's like at least you're going to get a definitive answer on like who Pascal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like done. Like, either he's like done. Hi- like, the movie is like done hiding him, uh, which is, I think he's great too. Like, that's why even the guy who plays Cliff, like the cop who plays Cliff, I think he's great as well. It's just, I, my, still issues is that i just never really i don't know i just i just couldn't ever really commit fully to what the movie was wanting me to commit to because at some point it was just like it just took too long to get to the point where Mm -hmm. it's like revealing all of this stuff like her last conversation with cliff the conversations with pascal once he's out of jail and i was like but there's that whole moment where like he is not in the movie for like a solid 30 to 40 minutes in the middle Mm -hmm. or that i just it just wasn't as interesting to me yeah. because it, it, it felt like she was just like, like, I, I know they were like, ice, like it was to isolate her and do that all. But I just felt like it didn't need to be that long, honestly. Yeah. It took me a little bit out of the movie because I was like, okay, we're like, 
that's interesting to think about of being like, what is it like to be the person who is attached to somebody accused of a terrible crime? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're gone and you're alone. And especially with her mall being never really been alone, like I alone, alone, a vulnerable person and everything. And then it never, it doesn't really talk about it. Like it almost gets there with the scene when she goes to the funeral mm-hmm. um, and then hugs, I assume the mother of the victim. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> right? I was like, what that was, it was like, I, the point of it, like, I thought the scene was effective in being like, she goes there and then, like, that one dude is like, you need to leave because, like, the community doesn't want her there. And I was like, oh, okay. But then it goes to that part. And I was like, what was the point of that scene? Mm-hmm. Um, I think to show her unhingedness. Because I feel like for me, it was less about, like, the plot. And, um, like you said, it took a while to get where it wanted to go. But I feel like the plot was almost irrelevant um, in a sense to me. It was like, it was the feeling like it's the ride that was important um, and the discomfort of the audience says. Yeah, but we'd never like seen the person she hugged before. That's right? true. And like, was it like it also is like the movie. It, it's shown a way of like she just kind of hugs the person. So like, mm-hmm. we don't know if that other person like wants it. But they definitely it definitely felt like it was like a like the other person was hugging them back. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that that scene. I, it, it took me out of the movie a bit. And then the entire scene the interrogation scene with that other cop uh, where her nose starts bleeding mm-hmm. and the lights go out. I, it didn't work for me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's like to show she's still going to lie for him and she's still willing to lie for him yeah. even when shown, but it felt so like a cab. I'm, I get it, but it felt like so like intentionally traumatizing to her mm-hmm. that they needed to do that in order to like progress her story. And I was just like, do we, do we need to like, make it that excessive in this moment. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, she doesn't know what's going on and we don't know what's going on. And, and I know that's the intention, but it just didn't work for me in that moment. I was just like, we don't know anything about what's going on in the outside world. And now, and she doesn't either. And maybe that was the intention, but I just, I was just generally confused in that scene. And I don't. Yeah, that's fair. But I still really like the movie. That's just two things. Yeah, a few things just didn't work for you kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and like, obviously, Jesse Buckley is still incredible in those scenes. And makes them work that's Uh, the thing i think a lot of people won't like this movie because it's very uncomfortable and um disarming but it is pretty captivating and interesting like when he chokes her yeah very i was like oh okay oh we're still going oh okay and it's like and even like they're like there's scenes that in other movies because they play it like it's supposed to be like a rom-com and yeah when they have sex in the in the field or in the forest or whatever. Yeah. And then it like it focuses on her in that moment. And yeah. And then you're just like, this isn't like attractive or like, ooh, no, yay, it's not they're nice finally at all. fucking. You're just like, this is really she is getting something else out of this that is yes. not this. And you're like that. And then the I'm a I, the visual stuff, which I enjoy when she's dirty and sitting on the couch and making the couch dirty. And yeah. I was like, okay, I I like this, but this is you're hitting me over the head with what you what you're trying to tell me right now. Uh, yeah. Oh man, it made me so uncomfortable. You're right though. The the parallels to like rom coms, um, they were there, but in like a really yeah twisted sort of way, which I liked. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I there's a lot of really stuff I liked about this movie. When Cliff gives her his badge, and you're just like, "Fuck this guy!" Mm-hmm. immediately. Uh, but then I like turned around and I actually liked his last scene with her. Like a lot, mm-hmm. like his turn on that, and he was just like, "No, fuck you." Uh, yeah, I was just like, 
you kind of deserve this, honestly. Like, he shouldn't be yelling and screaming at you. Yeah. Um, because you are coming to him in need, but he doesn't trust you anymore. No. So, like, why would he? He'd be like, oh. And he just thinks you, like, want to be, like, in a dangerous situation. So, like, Which I understand. Which she does. <laughs> it, she explicitly does want to be. You're right. Yeah. But it's also, it's just like, but she's also in need. She just is incapable of, of she's ruined that relationship mm-hmm. um, to a point where he's just like, no, I'm mad at you now. <laughs> but no, it's a, uh, it's quite good. Uh, I like it a lot as well. And I mean, we both love Jesse Buckley. So totally. every she she needs to be more things. Like I know she's. I feel like she's pretty choosy with her stuff. Uh, yeah, I was trying to explain to someone what um, what she's from when I was talking about how we were going to chat about this movie, and I was like, "Oh, Jesse Buckley from The Crown." And then I was like, "No, wait, she's not in The Crown." Chernobyl. And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, she's in Chernobyl, but like, not everyone's seen that because it's you know she's like not even the main character. She's important, but there's no like real main character in that show." Um, yeah, she's in like two episodes. Yeah, and she's like in Lost Daughter, but no, she's not Olivia Coleman. She's the other one. Oh no, 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 not Dakota Johnson. The other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She's been in a. I guess it would be the um, Charlie Kaufman Netflix movie that came out, which where she's kind of the lead, but not the lead. Which one's that? Oh, I'm thinking of ending things. Yes. Yeah, but that was in 2020, so yeah, not long enough ago for people to have remembered her. Yeah, Fargo. But she definitely has had, like, she has actually not been acting that long. Um, no. Her first really. film was Beast. Yeah. And I think she's a, a theater actor is where she came from. Um, yeah. Would be pretty sure about that, considering, like, her early stuff is, like, Shakespeare and then, like, War and Peace. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I guess the, the show that probably, like, exposed her to a bunch of people would have been Taboo. Uh mm. That Tom Hardy show that is getting like a second season, like seven years after the first season. Oh, why not? Right? Yeah. If Sherlock uh, can do it. Yeah. I mean, if it if you want it once, I have no idea if she's going to be in it. But yeah, she is definitely somebody who's still like feels like they're on the come up, but also feels like if you are, which I assume if you're listening to this, if you're way into. Movies like we do, you probably every, like everyone likes Jesse Buckley, but then you've only seen her in like three things. Yeah, because there is only three things to have seen her in. <laughs> and right. And she's incredible in all of them. So, yeah. yeah, she just needs to be. I know she has a bunch of stuff coming out. Um, mm-hmm. but she's great. She's in um, Women Talking, which has a huge cast. I think it's uh, it's Sarah Pauly, right? It is. It's Sarah Pauly's movie. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's got a huge cast, and I feel like that will be something because it's um, it's based on a Miriam, is it Toes movie as well? Or it's Miriam both, Toes. Yeah. Or Miriam Taves. Uh, but yeah, it's got a million famous people in it. It's like kind of yeah. ridiculous. Uh, no, but she's, and then she's got a bunch of other stuff coming out as well. Like, uh, she, I don't know what any of these ones are. I'll click on the one that's filming because that's actually <laughs> something that's real. Wicked Little Letters. Mm-hmm. She's she feels like she's going to. It's a movie with Olivia Coleman. She feels like she's in this section where it's going to be like she's going to be nominated for a bunch of awards every year, and you're going to be like it's going to be one movie, and you're going to be like Jesse Buckley's great, but yeah, it's always with a movie that's a little bit smaller, and is that only gets movie. acting nominations and not Best Picture nominations. Yeah, or she'll be in movies like Men, yeah. uh, doing interesting stuff. So yeah, I adore her. I think she's incredible. Also, not that much older than me which is oh boy 
<laughs> wow. Because uh, you're right. She is one of those people who ha- could be between. She, If someone, she could be like 21. She could be 38. I have no idea. Yeah, she's 32. And so when this movie came out, she would have been 28. Yeah. Which I feel like the, 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 the mall was supposed to be like 25. Is yeah. kind of what I felt like she was supposed to be. Uh, she's also a singer. Mm-hmm as well uh so she'll probably do a musical and that will be the one bad movie she does uh anyway where does this fit i think i think i know where it's going to be for you but where does this fit in our in the rankings that's a great question um remind me the rankings i don't have the list in front of me right now maholland drive is number one it'll stay there sunshine is number two Mm -hmm. rrr is three climax is Mm -hmm. four v monsters warrior jennifer's body Thailand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where does it fit for you? No, you're going first. Am I? Yes. Um, I don't want to above, influence your decision. It's, it's hard because it gets pretty good at the top. Above V for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Above V. What's right above V? Climax. Climax. Oh, I quite like that movie because it was weird. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to visualize this in my head. Where where are you leaning? How high? I would be around Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Near the top. Near the top. Yes. I think it's better than Cli- – I liked it more than Climax. I don't know where you are. I agree because of the – There's. I liked Climax because it did some really interesting experimental things, but the acting in this is just very incredible. Yes. Uh, I like it more than RRR, um, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's better movie than RRR. Um, and kind of same with Sun- I know RR and Sunshine are like basically tied on this mm-hmm. at least for me like they're super close mm-hmm. and I don't I think Beast is somewhere there um, but I don't know if it's better or or worse I think it's she is arguably the best performance out of yeah. all of the movies uh, yeah. and so is he to be fair um, see for me RRR was a lot of fun mm-hmm <laughs> It's, it's a um, lot of fun. It's a fun movie. It's it a gets ton of to fun, be fun. But it doesn't make me like think or feel to the degree that Beast does. So I would argue that Beast goes between Sunshine and RRR. Okay, I could would put it there for sure. That's fine with me. So the next movie we're going to be talking about on next episode is District 9. Mm-hmm. A 2009 movie that was nominated for Best Picture, actually. Which I forgot about. Which I forgot about. Weird Year. But we'll get there mm-hmm. when we get in that episode. But anyway, Carolyn, unless there's anything else you want to say about Beast, uh, no. where can people find you on the internet? Um, you can find me at carolyndunk93 on all the platforms. And where can they find you? At James Willicks everywhere except on Twitter where the O is a zero. Uh, and you can find this podcast on all streaming or all places you find podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can say me at letswatchpod at gmail.com. And yeah, the next movie we're going to talk about is District 9. Now, I'll leave uh, this open for Carolyn to do a, a ha-ha funny. <laughs> this movie was not very ha-ha funny. No, But I will not. say, we're going to go from one movie about a beast to another movie about many beasts. Uh, you're, you, you suck. <laughs>